quite nostalgic. Movie review from Nerdy Married Man. Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, or welcome for the first time, to new nostalgic movie reviews. Some Nerdy Married Man. I'm David. And I'm Steven. And this week we are looking at a movie that is based off of a video game, Mortal Kombat. Yes. From 1995. It's PG-13 in an hour and 41 minutes. Directed by Paul Wes Anderson and written by Ed Boon, which was the original creator of the video game. Well, and John Tobias as well. Yeah. They co-created. That's true. Sorry. I forgot about that part. (laughs) Who's starring? This movie is starring Christopher Lambert, Robin Shu. Lyndon Ashby, and I am so sorry if I uh, butcher this name. It's Kiri Hiroyuki Tagawa. I think that's right, actually. Those are the the, the main four of the movie. There's, a, of course, like Bridget Wilson and Talisa Soto are big characters as well. Yeah. There's a lot of other characters that show up for a couple scenes here and there, and we're not going to fully get into them. But I mean, there's a huge roster of Mortal <laughs> Kombat characters. If you're a fan of the game, you know. True. For the synopsis... Three unknowing martial artists are summoned to a mysterious island to compete in a tournament whose outcome will decide the fate of their world. And that's exactly the plot of the game. I'll say, like, they get a lot of minor details from the game wrong, but it is exactly the game. And really, you don't come into this movie for the plot. You're doing it for the camp, the cheese, and the fun fight scenes. That's what you're there for. Pretty much. This movie starts out with showing... It goes right into this with showing six characters in the first six minutes. We got Shang Tsung, Liu Kang, Sonya Blade, Jax, Kano, and Johnny Cage. And then we also get Raiden, Sub-Zero, Scorpion, Katana, Goro, Reptile. Well, I'm I'm so sad about the Jax part because he's in one scene and then he's just kicked out of the movie. Yeah, and he doesn't come back until the second movie. We don't talk about the second movie. (laughs) No, we don't. (laughs) That movie doesn't exist. But no, it's actually... So well done. I love that uh, Ed Boon voices Scorpion because he actually was the original voice of Scorpion as well. That's he was the one who also awesome. came up with the line, get over here. We <laughs> talked about this in because Scott and I did a episode on Soul of a Gamer of the original Mortal Kombat game. And we talked about how they came up with a line for that when they were just like messing around one day, like practicing different lines while using it. And randomly Ed Boon was like, get over here. And like, yeah, that's it. That's the line. Let's do that. (laughs) I love how every line that Scorpion says in this movie is given with that inflection. Yeah. Like no matter what he says, he has that get over here. Welcome. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) One of the other big voice actors for me in this was the voice actor for Goro, which is Kevin Michael Richardson. Oh, he does like everything ever. He's done the Joker before. He's uh he's Gantu in the Lilo and Stitch series. Yeah. He was Stan in How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> uh, he's just in a ton of things. You hear his voice all the time. And it's funny because we always, me and my wife always noted him as Gantu oh, every yeah. time we hear him. And so we were watching the movie and I was like, is that Gantu? And I looked it up. I was like, holy shit, it is it Gantu. Is. I love also, uh, I didn't know this beforehand, but Raiden, the Thunder God, is actually based off of the Chinese folklore of Raijin, the Thunder God. That's pretty neat. And that's a really, really cool thing. Um, I'm a big component of all the, like, the different gods of all the different pantheons, especially being a Smite player. And Raijin's one of the characters that I absolutely love in the game. And he's the god of thunder and lightning, and he bangs a drum for his lightning and thunder. And I just thought it was really cool that I, he was based off of that. <laughs> I do. I, I wish Raiden had more fight scenes i know he's not really dictated to do so but 
I just I don't think we see uh, enough lightning. Yeah, that's in true. it being being the like the lightning god. One of the things that I loved in the new Mortal Kombat 11, they actually have the old movie Raiden as a skin in the game with the voice actor of the original. Well, it's actor funny because it. that game actually has a lot of the actors from this movie reprise their roles. Yeah, and actually got like the mocap and everything. But uh, it's a really fun movie. The opening is it's really quick. It's fast paced. It kind of rushed through introducing all the characters, and then once we get to the island is where things kind of open up more and it's it's really fun seeing all the different fight scenes and seeing uh a lot of the characters do classic moves from the games yeah like you see johnny's split punch to the nuts we see a shadow kick even yeah we see the uh luke king bicycle kick we <laughs> we see a bunch of just fun moves in this that we all wanted to see in this but uh i guess uh what how would you uh rate this movie um, for me, I think this movie, if especially if you're a Mortal Kombat fan, it's worth the watch, possibly the rent. I don't know if I would say it's worth the buy unless you really love those bad, cheesy movies, which for me, like this, it falls in the part of this isn't bad enough for me, like the room is bad enough, where I just absolutely love the hell out of that. I love this movie so much more than the room. <laughs> This is bad in so many ways that just angered me. <laughs> but it was still like a fun watch. And so I, I definitely think it's worth a rent at the very least. But I don't think I personally think it's worth a buy. I own it, but I'm a Mortal Kombat fan. so <laughs> It's not worth a buy, but I, I did buy it. <laughs> For me, I, I think it's worth a buy. Uh, it's It's not a great movie by any means, but I just love it. It is one of those cheesy, campy, fun movies. But... I'm also a huge Mortal Kombat fan. So, I mean, if you're a fan, you're really going to like the movie. If you don't really know much about Mortal Kombat, there's a chance, probably a high chance, you're not going to enjoy it much. So just go in with that mindset. Like, if you're a fan of the video game, you'll like it. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, it's a stupid fun time. It is a stupid fun time. <laughs> so next week is a special episode. It is our yes. 25th episode. Uh, so for that one, we are looking at Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yes. So uh, join us next week. Uh, I, the only way you can watch it right now, I believe, is it's in, in theaters. theaters. So go and check it out. It's not going to be on Disney Plus until the next year. So if you are waiting for it, it's not going to be in 2022. It's not coming till Disney Plus until 2023. Yeah. So yeah, go to the theater and check it out if you want to watch it beforehand. Guess let's get into the spoiler yep, parts. Let's get into the spoilers. So for me, some of the notable things, obviously, the CGI in this movie is awful, especially with characters like Reptile. Yeah, oh Reptile CGI. I loved when Reptile finally became practical and yes. he showed his human form from yes. the game. Looked amazing, but the CGI of Reptile is uh, it's not good. Yeah, <laughs> one of the things for me that every Mortal Kombat needs is a lot of the lines in this movie like flawless victory and finish him and all these other Your things soul is mine and they did have a lot of those my biggest biggest downfall is this movie does not know what the fuck a flawless victory is and it pisses me oh off. yeah shang sung says flawless victory but then no one every both of them got hit multiple times like there's no way that was flawless well and then in the 
Liu Kang saying it's a flawless victory after that long Shang Tsung fight where they are both beating the crap out of each other. And Shang Tsung transforms well, into his brother right in front of his face and falls victim to thinking his brother's real. And then <laughs> gets beat more to and be, then comes back. <laughs> to be fair, Liu Kang saying flawless victory was not saying he did that it was a flawless victory. He was mocking Shang Tsung for what he said earlier in the movie. So I think it was more I, of a mocking. I don't. You can't say the line flawless victory unless you have a flawless victory, period. I you're going to be smug. <laughs> and that's what Liu Kang was. <laughs> but he's dead. How, he's not even hearing the like the, that's for no point other than for yourself. So why are same you- <laughs> thing with Shang Tsung early in the movie when he says fatality and the guy's dead? Like why do you say it? Because well, that it's was fun. for the fans. <laughs> I don't know. It's just uh, I was like this. I think is- you're focusing way too much on that. <laughs> well, it's sorry, but if I like they didn't have a single actual flawless victory in this movie, and I, I do agree with that part. That like it, it didn't really have a reason to be in the movie which they could have definitely had a goro flawless victory it wouldn't have been that hard to and but one of the things that i i absolutely hated about this movie actually was goro's fight flawless with the first guy he killed he it was the first guy get some art Art got some punches in oh he did he didn't do probably any damage to him yeah like if it was the game it probably would have had his health bar go down like an eighth of an inch or something but it still did wasn't a flawless victory because flawless victory is not getting hit. Period. Yeah, and that's the only way to get it in the game. Um, one of the things for me was this tournament was so random. So I hated that the first two matches of this we have like actual fights with a total audience, and it's Eddie like this Eddie Gordo wannabe fighting <laughs> Liu Kang, and then we see like the Sonia fighting Kano. Kano. But then it goes randomly to a random like bamboo forest where nobody else is around, where Johnny's fighting Scorpion. And I'm sitting there like, okay, did he get a notification to go to some random forest? Like, why? I do understand it, but I think they were trying to emulate the video game where after you finish one stage, you move on to a different completely like out of nowhere stage you know i think they were trying to emulate that like that level's finished going on to the next crazy i think the movie that has done that the best has been dead or alive dead or alive did that the best where they got messages to go fight each other and wherever they were that's where they fought and that's where the different stages were and it made more sense logically for the movie where they could have done something like that with this let's be honest there's no logic in this movie. I don't no, there know isn't. why you're trying to Be- find logic in it. Because it's a movie, <laughs> and I'm going to hold it accountable to the same standards I hold every other movie to. I'm not going to give it a pass just because it's a shitty movie. <laughs> if I'm going to be plotting holes in the logic of The Kingsman or Night's Tale or Prey, I'm going to point out the logic in this. <laughs> oh, I, I totally get that portion of it, but... It's just one other thing. I really hate his Scorpion's living dart that came out of his oh, hand. Yeah, his, his like spear. demon yeah, like, rope dart. Because it was love... a rope dart and everything else. Or a kunai. No, yeah, it was, it was a rope dart in the originals. And then it ended up evolving to like a chain with a kunai on the end of it. Yeah. I mean, his spear weapon's iconic. So having it be like a living like snake thing. That seeks people out and yeah. went around it, corners and stuff. It wasn't like an actual weapon seemed really bizarre it, it definitely was out of place like 
And I was like, why did you change that yeah. of all the things to change? And let's talk about, you're going to kill Sub-Zero with water and ice. He gets killed water with and ice. And I'm, I'm sitting here and the entire time uh, Katana is talking to Liu Kang about using his element and so many other things. His element is fire. Well, she doesn't say use your element. She says use the element that brings life. Oh, yeah. Which is water. <laughs> People say the same thing about fire in some other movies and stuff. And his element in a lot of other things is fire. Uh, yeah, his uh, he does use fire. And fire is fire. the enemy of ice. So I thought they were going to have a fire-ice battle. That would have been epic. But no, he just throws a bucket of water while he's channeling. In the beginning of this movie, Sub-Zero has this fight with this guy. And he freezes him in a matter of two seconds. And totally just, the guy shatters. just disintegrates and yeah. shatters. But when he's fighting Liu Kang, he does this thing where he's having this ice force field around him and he's taking like 30 seconds to create this giant force field and he just picks up a thing of water and throws it and it turns to ice and impales him and i'm like this is a mortal Kombat fight this yeah, is what that, i was waiting for that was a lame fight this is a fatality <laughs> that i needed well and even like johnny versus goro he climbs up and just pushes him off the edge. There's not really much of a fight there. Yeah, which... the fight, the first half of the fight was in the ring. And then yeah. they kind of did like a, a cool arena switch. Which going outside. First half of the fight, he punches him in the nuts and then runs out. There wasn't much of a first half of the fight. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, like Goro is an amazing practical effect that was a because awesome... he's he's this animatronic puppet yeah and it's just so well made and that you can see the care that went into it which it makes me sad when you see like reptiles cgi it yeah just looks bad. but uh, goro it's just like for the time it looks amazing and even today it just it looks so good i do think the the two best fight scenes in this movie i think are Kano versus Sonya, yep. and then uh, I do really like the Scorpion versus Johnny Cage fight, mainly because Johnny Cage does his signature uh, fatality and leaves a signed photograph of yeah. himself. That was that was definitely like one of the best fight scenes for sure. And I guess I don't have a ton. Uh, it does take forty minutes to Mortal Kombat. I did note that it <laughs> it, it takes a hot minute. I mean, uh, like, it's weird. It takes a while to actually get to the first fight, but then at the same time, it also feels really rushed. In the yeah. Because they're introducing so many characters, but because they have so many characters to introduce, it takes a while. Yeah. It's just one of these things. Any tournament-based movie, and I want to see the actual fights, and I want to see the actual characters. I don't want to see goro fighting a character named art that we've never heard of yeah i, I want to see the characters we all know yes in the game. and i want to see more of the fights i don't want to see this background story of what's happening behind the scenes of the tournament i want to see the tournament yeah show me the tournament i don't know why none of these all three of these mortal kombats do not show the fucking tournament show me the tournament <laughs> like jesus like it's not that hard tekken did it beautifully that's the best of these fighting movies, in my opinion. And even Dead or Alive did the showing of the tournament better than this movie did. Well, Dead or Alive showed the tournament, but... Yes. Yeah. And a lot of people can dog different parts of that movie, and I will agree with a lot of it. It's also a bad movie, but in Tekken's bad in its own rights, too. But they actually showed the tournaments. Well, this movie showed the tournament. I just think the fights Ish. weren't up to your standard. Yeah, they weren't up to my standard, and, like, they didn't seem, like, some of them, like, 
like what the hell was Sonia's fight with, or uh, not Sonia, uh, Katana's fight with Liu Kang? They they that made that seem like fight. it was a real fight, but then every other fight was to the death. And and I also didn't like that at the end of every one of these fights, Sang Sung just gets to go down and take their soul and become even stronger after every single fight. Like how is that not? messing around with the fight like Raiden's <laughs> saying they can't do anything to these fights and they have to let the fights be fights but he can get more powerful at the end of every fight well he technically didn't do anything to the fight he was just absorbing the soul after the fight <laughs> That's so. such bullshit though and he he uh bit, you know he found the loophole where he could still absorb souls and not <laughs> interfere with the fight it's <laughs> just it's so bad uh some of the things i did absolutely love though like you're saying the scorpion johnny fight like, even Scorpion taking him to hell, showing the skeleton form and doing the fire breath. Yeah. Like, there's so many of those things. Like, the CGI wasn't the greatest in that, but I loved seeing it. Mm-hmm. It was one of those iconic moves that I was like, yes, show me more of that. I want to see those things in these movies. I don't want to see this random, oh, uh, we need to go sneak around the tournament to see what's going on behind the scenes. Like, no, like, just show me the fights. Well, I will <laughs> say, like, um, outside of that, I did really enjoy the character development between the main three, Johnny yeah. Cage, Sonya, and Liu Kang. Uh, it was really cool seeing their characters start out and they have their flaws and they learn from their flaws. Like Johnny Cage is a, a cocky actor that thinks he's the best thing in the world. And he actually, he's so focused on himself, but then throughout the movie, he learns to put others life before his own Yeah, or uh, to put, sorry, put his life before others. Like he's willing mm-hmm. to sacrifice himself to save the world. Wow. Well, I butchered that so bad. Sonia, but the like, entire movie was never wanting help and wanting to do everything on her own. And then yep. she had to learn that she had to trust the people behind her. She had to learn teamwork. Exactly. And then like Luke Kane, he's, he runs from his destiny and doesn't even want to be part of mortal Kombat. And he his flaw at first is he's just returning so he can get revenge for his brother but then he realizes that this tournament is bigger than just getting revenge for his brother's death on Shang Tsung but also about saving the world and making sure that Outworld does not win so they yeah. can take over the earth yeah so i mean it's kind of cool seeing those three characters grow and i even actually really enjoyed it as cheesy as the movie they was they butcher that even they win the tournament and then the Emperor still comes down to ensue Armageddon, which I'm like, the whole thing was if they win this tournament, they save the world, and then the world's still in danger. Well, and uh, even in the games, they always allude to <laughs> the people of Outworld are always trying to cheat and get their way to the top. So, like, Shao Kahn's showing up at the end, and then them having that freeze frame of going to fight and start, you know, continue yeah. to save the world. I, it, to me, it makes sense. But like, if Shao Kahn could do that in the first place, why even finish the tournament? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like, why even have done nine tournaments and wait till after the 10th tournament is decided that they didn't lose 10 in a row <laughs> to come out and just do Armageddon on the world? Like, it's so dumb that you can't just do that and say, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's video game logic. No, 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 no. And I also hate that every one of these movies starts on the ninth or the 10th tournament. Like, we can't see number one, two. Like, we can't, like, you could make a 10 movie series of all 10 <laughs> tournaments and have the loser, the guy, guy, or the good guys lose every time except for the last one. And the anticipation of that last one would be fantastic. Well, and I think at the time, they weren't sure how oh, well, far yeah. this was going to go. <laughs> For sure. This was more of a, they were continuing the hype train because, I mean, the original game only 
came out what a year or two before this mm-hmm. and then they were like you know the, oh that's so popular let's make a movie out of it yeah but it's just some of those things that and they might be some people say nitpicky or whatever but i i think there just are just big flaws in this and they oh, are probably just are. flaws in the story period because i mean the mortal Kombat story itself throughout all the games is convoluted as hell and changes all the time and retcons itself and <laughs> like yeah. goes back in time and does this and then does that and i was like it's confusing as all yeah, get this, out like like i said earlier this movie gets the basic premise of the game but it definitely does not follow the plot yeah. and i mean there's not much of a plot no in the, it's very poorly constructed and like i said earlier you don't come to this movie for the plot <laughs> no you don't to, you're here to watch the dumb action but like like we said, the characters and the casting of this, I honestly, I think the casting is pretty brilliant. That's pretty oh, yeah. Great. I think the best casting is Shang Tsung and Kano. Yes. Both of them are iconic. I, I also really did really love, um, like, the main three, Liu Kang, Sonia, and Johnny. Yeah. Liu Kang, sorry. And just, like, I mean, we didn't really see much besides the mask of Sub-Zero and Scorpion, but... They weren't bad and by any means. They looked like the characters. They but it's, looked it's exactly, not hard yeah. to put a ninja mask on someone. And, you know, now one thing I will say that this movie really excels at is the soundtrack. Yes. This movie <laughs> has the best music for a fighting game. Well, and even the intro of this is the Mortal Kombat theme song, which is just. Well, it has like it. this cool techno version. Yeah. And, uh, what I really find interesting is that apparently the soundtrack within two weeks of release of this movie went platinum that's yeah. how much people enjoyed the music and i i totally understand why it's it's a really fun time. It, it's on par with soundtracks like all the a lot of the other 90s soundtracks like uh tony i pro skater had one of those soundtracks that everyone played the game and immediately went out and bought the soundtrack for it like it's yeah. one of those things that just like yes and this was back in a time where people did buy movie soundtracks a lot more mm-hmm. It's not as much today. <laughs> but yeah, I do think uh, back to the casting. I think the casting was done really well. Apparently, we almost didn't get the Johnny Cage that we did get. Yeah. Because uh, apparently they approached John claude Van Damme to be Johnny Cage, but he turned it down to go do the Street well, Fighter movie. And did you know that why they wanted John claude Van Damme so much? Hmm. They originally had John claude Van Damme was going to be in their fighting game. Oh, and, they, and then Doc Van Dam right? ended up uh, going to do a bunch of other movies and stuff and like didn't do the movie with him. I, I can't remember the story fully. So if you go back and listen to the Mortal Kombat Soul of a Gamer podcast, I have the entire story there. But I'm just kind of reiterating it off the top of my head. But Johnny Cage was actually based off of... They, they made the character Johnny Cage based off of John claude Van Dam. Mm-hmm. That's why he's got the same initials, JC, yeah. John claude Johnny Cage. And a lot of his fight moves, including the splits, is because that's what John claude Van Damme was known for. That's right. And they made him a movie star to mock that he wanted to go do the movies instead of doing the games. And so much of Johnny Cage is based off of John claude Van Damme. So if they would have got John claude Van Damme to play Johnny Cage, it would have been amazingly hilarious. Yeah, that would have been <laughs> so funny. And it's super meta. <laughs> but uh, that's uh, basically all I got. Actually, one more thing. Oh, go for it. Raiden in this movie. I I like the actor that plays him, but I just found him so irritating. And mainly because of the way he talked. The whole time Raiden is doing this intense, like, whisper talking. And then he does, like, after every sense, he does this weird goofy laugh. So he's like, you are challenged to Mortal Kombat 
<laughs> and I don't know, it's just this weird. He figured it out. <laughs> his his line delivery. I don't think so. Well, like, and the CG of his lightning traveling and stuff. Oh, that was another thing that I thought was absolutely ridiculous. When he shot his lightning at Scorpion and well, Sub-Zero. Not only that, but these humans that have never seen anything to do with anything, besides Luke King knowing Raiden's an actual Thunder God. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Cage and Sonya don't know anything about any of this. They don't freak out when they see a guy freeze their gun, break it in half, a demon the- kunai coming out of the hand... And then raided and appearing from a lightning bolt and then shooting lightning into his hands. Like, oh, yeah, it's everyday <laughs> it's like, stuff. Yeah, they don't have any reaction to that at all. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like, you gotta have some sort of realism with some of these reactions. Like, even just, whoa, or something, like, yeah. something to make it feel more real. Yeah. <laughs> But that that's all I got. I had yeah. to end on the whole Raiden thing. Oh, also the subtitles of Raiden, they spelled Raiden wrong the whole time and it really bothered me. <laughs> yeah, but, it bothered a lot of people. Yeah. That's the thing that I've noticed in a lot of like videos about this. Like, why did they spell the name wrong? <laughs> like it's it's such a small thing, but uh like I said, uh, at least give it a watch. It's fun. Maybe make a game out of it or something. Just get some friends oh, yeah. together and have a good time. It, it's fun for like a just a fun bad movie night where you're all just having fun drinking or doing whatever but it is just an entertaining watch and it's entertaining in the ways like you will just laugh at it and make fun of it and that's what i did the entire movie like every time you did say flawless victim i think nope not at all <laughs> you're stupid and i just laughed at it because i was like oh that's yep. that's just bad why did you even who but yeah yeah so that was mortal kombat Uh, But join us next week for Black Panther 2. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye.